We live in a time when it seems like seeking power, obtaining power, keeping power at all costs, and using power any way we want has become common and widespread. When most of us in this country hear these words, we may automatically think of our political system. It seems that every issue presented that to that system, whether it's political or not, becomes highly politicized. Our homes and our personal lives in those homes have developed very large power, and it has grown dramatically. We talk to this thing called Alexa for everything from the weather for today to what is the best show on Netflix or Amazon.com tonight, or to setting alarms so that every minute of our day is timed. We have cameras, motion detectors, sirens, and all kinds of things that beep, bong, or boom when we have some movement that turns them on, even if it's ourselves. Internationally, The United States, Russia, and China all seem to be vying for power over the rest of the globe. This is not anything new. The competition between them is not new. But the way it is being carried out is definitely new. High technology, including sophisticated hacking, has taken over from intercontinental missiles, the building of walls, not to keep people out but to keep people in. To many of us, obtaining power is paramount. Any means will be used to be in control of others, whether it be in the workplace, in our homes, or in society as a whole. To many, the way to be safe is to control those who don't look like us, worship God like us, or have different customs. It is a time to seek, obtain, keep, and use power. I think this power-seeking time is very important to understand because just last Sunday, we observed the holiest day in in the year for Christians, and that is Easter. It is a time to remember and celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The fact that this event actually occurred is a basic belief in the Christian church. How that resurrection occurred and its entire meaning may be open to theological discussion. But the resurrection of Jesus is the cornerstone of the Christian faith. Let's look at how the resurrection is frequently portrayed. It is the triumph of life over death. It is the conquering of evil by goodness and hope defeating despair. As one can see, all these are statements about the exercise of power. But who is the one exercising that power? It's certainly not ourselves. It's certainly not a political system and is certainly not a foreign power or new electronics. You know the answer. The power that is demonstrated through the resurrection is the power of God through Jesus Christ. 
I think the Apostle Paul said it best in our first scriptural reading for today that David read at Ephesians 1, 18 through 20. So that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power? God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Notice the words that Paul uses to describe the incredible power of God demonstrated through Jesus Christ and his resurrection. God demonstrated immeasurable power. God has great power. And God used that immeasurable and great power for us, all of us. God put that power to work in Jesus Christ for all of us. The resurrection of Jesus is the power of his glory with God. In keeping with that, God, through Jesus' resurrection, demonstrates to us that God will also raise up us up through Jesus Christ. Paul says at Romans 8, 10 through 11, But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies. Also, through his spirit that dwells in you. This is a critical statement made by Paul. We don't have to be dead to receive the resurrected life. We don't have to be buried in a tomb to receive the resurrected life. Those who know the power of Jesus' resurrection have a promise from God. That promise is our lives can be resurrected now, right now, today, here. The life you have in the past is gone. The life you have in Jesus Christ is just beginning. How do we receive this power? Paul tells us that if the Spirit of God through Jesus Christ resides in us, then we will receive that power. We must come to believe that the presence of God resides within us through Jesus Christ. Therefore, we must come to know Jesus Christ. That knowledge is not just intellectual. Yes, you must know about Christ. You must know who he is and what he does as a spirit-filled person and a savior. But that knowledge must grow. It must also be the knowledge of faith in which you know Jesus intimately and personally as your savior. With that knowledge, you embrace him. You trust him. 
You rely upon him for all things. And most importantly, you have within you the immeasurable and great resurrection power. What does it mean to have such power? How are we supposed to use that power? I'd like to give you three examples. First, some of us have lost a loved one, and we don't know where to go on the walk of life because we are so lonely and full of grief. We first need to understand that grief and loneliness are natural reactions to have when we have lost someone dear to us. Each of us deal with these feelings in different ways and in different lengths of time. After such a loss, the world around us seems to have changed dramatically. Or has it really? There is a presence with us that has never left us and will never leave us. That presence is, of course, God through Jesus Christ. When we sincerely ask to come to know and understand that presence, then we will receive the resurrection power that Paul speaks about. It will give us the strength to endure our loss. It will give us the strength to find life again. We will experience resurrection in our lives. We may become aware of that resurrection power in many different ways. Through prayer, from reading the Bible, from worshiping God, or from a friend, and specifically through members of the congregation of this church. In the almost 20 years I have been serving this church, I have had the privilege to see what this congregation can do. In fact, it has never ceased to amaze me how the generous and willing people from this church will come to the aid of their fellow congregants. I have seen it over and over again. They can be a part of the resurrection power we all can receive. That power may be revealed when someone just sits with us, when we are grieving, and they don't say anything, but they are present with us. Or it may be to help with our daily needs that have been put to the side while we are in the depths of our loss. Or it may come through the extension of a hand to begin to guide us to return to the living of our lives. That is the resurrection power that flows between two believers in Jesus Christ. And always remember that if you are the giver of that power, you will receive far more than you give when you come to the aid of someone else. My second example of receiving the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ is when we discover that we have a very serious disease that may well take our life. Our initial reaction to that news may be paralysis and being stunned that this could be happening to us. We may say to God, why me? What did I do to deserve this? And why is my life becoming defined by my illness? Those, Ill- those questions may never be answered to our complete satisfaction. But 
once again, the resurrection power of God through Jesus Christ is available to us to deal with our disease. Notice, I did not say cure our disease. What I am saying is that the resurrection power will resurrect us so that we can aggressively deal with our disease and not become a victim of it. As I've told many of you with a serious disease, you must be forceful. In spite of any ill effects your disease is causing and causing you to suffer, you must seek the absolute best medical care you can find. Be persistent. Don't allow yourself to be forgotten. Do your own research and discuss it with your doctors. Keep pushing until you know you have done everything you can to get the best medical care you can. Then, let the resurrection power of Jesus Christ wash over you, and you will come to know two things. First, having done the absolute best you can do, it is now time to turn the disease over to God. And secondly, you will come to know that through the power of resurrection, no matter what path the disease may take, you will be okay. You will be okay. Finally, as you all know, we live in a time of great dissension that sometimes devolves into outright hatred with acts upon others that reflect that hate. Remember the words used typically to describe the power of the resurrection. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, love conquered hate. Once that power to conquer hate resides within us, then we are called to address that hate in all of its forms. We must do all we can to end discrimination based upon the color of one's skin, their ethnic background, the God they choose to worship, their sexual orientation, their gender, their homelessness, or marginalization by society. Our gift of resurrection power may be necessary in those situations, because in many of them, our voice will not be a popular one. People will not want to hear what we have to say. We may face discrimination ourselves. But we must speak out for justice, God's justice, because we are all children of God. Through God's grace, we have all been given a wonderful gift, the gift of God's power. It is totally opposite from the power sought from this world. It only comes from God when we accept Jesus Christ into our lives as our Lord and Savior. No matter what we've done, no matter what has befallen us, no matter where we are in our lives, we can be resurrected. We can move to a higher plane of living. That is the gift that was made possible to us through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The gift is truly the power of resurrection. It is available to us all. Let us now ask for it, and let us gladly receive it, and experience a life that has been resurrected in Jesus Christ, and then share that resurrection 
with others. Happy Easter. Amen.